Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the fifth day of March. Welcome. So great to be back here with you this week, jumping into the Word of the Lord today. So excited to be back here. Yeah, to be back here reading for this week. Today we are continuing in the book of Numbers, with chapters 23 through 25. And since it's a new week, we switch up the translation and we will be in the Christian Standard Bible for this week. Then Balaam said to Balak, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. So Balak did as Balaam directed, and they offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here by your burnt offering while I am gone. Maybe the Lord will meet with me. I will tell you whatever he reveals to me. So he went to a barren hill. God met with him and Balaam and said to him, I have arranged seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then the Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak and say what I tell you. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with all the officials of Moab. Balaam proclaimed this his poem. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, put a curse on Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse someone God has not cursed? How can I denounce someone the Lord has not denounced? I see them from the top of rocky cliffs, and I watch them from the hills. There is a people living alone. It does not consider itself among the nations. Who has counted the dust of Jacob, or numbered even one-fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the upright, let the end of my life be like theirs. What have you done to me, Balak asked Balaam, and brought you to curse my enemies? But look, you have only blessed them. He answered, Shouldn't I say exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place where you can see them. You will only see the outskirts of their camp. You won't see all of them. From there, put a curse on them for me. So Balak took him to look out field on top, on top of Pisgah, built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here by your burnt offering while I seek the Lord over the here. The Lord met with Balaam and put a message in his mouth. Then he said, Return to Balak and say what I tell you. We returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with the officials of Moab. Balak asked him, What did the Lord say? Balaam proclaimed his poem. Balak, get up and listen. Son of Zippor, pay attention to what I say. God is not a man that he might lie, or a son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act, or promise and not fulfill? I have indeed received a command to bless. Since he is blessed, I cannot change it. He considers no disaster for Jacob. He sees no trouble for Israel. The Lord their God is with them, and there is rejoicing over the king among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He is like the horns of a wild ox for them. There is no magic curse against Jacob, and no divination against Israel. It will now be said about Jacob and Israel, what great things God has done. A people rise up like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion. They will not lie down until they devour the prey and drink the blood of the slain. Then Balak told Balaam, Don't curse them and don't bless them. 
But Balaam answered him, Didn't I tell you? Whatever the Lord says, I must do. Again Balak said to Balaam, Please come, I will take you to another place. Maybe it will be agreeable to God that you can put a curse on them for me there. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, which overlooks the wasteland. Balaam told Balak, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. So Balak did as Balaam said and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Since Balaam saw that it was pleased, that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go to seek omens as on previous occasions, but it turned towards the wilderness. When Balaam looked up and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the Spirit of God came on him, and he proclaimed his poem. The Oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of the one who hears the sayings of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. How beautiful are your tents, Jacob, your dwellings, Israel. They stretch out like river valleys, like gardens beside a stream, like aloes the Lord has planted, like cedars beside the water. Water will flow from his buckets, and his seed will be by abundant water. His king will be greater than Agag, and his kingdom will be exalted. God brought him out of Egypt. He is like the horns of a wild ox for them. He will feed on enemy nations and gnaw their bones. He will strike them with his arrows. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? Those who bless you will be blessed, and those who curse you will be cursed. Then Balak became furious with Balaam, struck his hands together, and said to him, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you have blessed them these three times. Now go to your home. I said I would reward you richly, but look, the Lord has denied you a reward. Balaam answered Balak, Didn't I previously tell the messengers you sent me? If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the Lord's command to do anything good or bad of my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says, and I am going back to my people. But first, let me warn you what these people will do to your people in the future. Then he proclaimed his poem, The Oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, The Oracle of the Man Whose Eyes Are Opened, The Oracle of One Who Hears the Sayings of God, and Has Knowledge from the Most High, Who Sees a Vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I perceive him, but not near. A star will come from Jacob, and a scepter will arise from Israel. He will smash the forehead of Moab and strike down all the Shethites. Edom will become a possession. Seir will become a possession of its enemies. But Israel will be triumphant. One who comes from Jacob will rule. He will destroy the city's survivors. And Balaam saw Malak and proclaimed his poem. Malak was first among the nations, but his future is destruction. Next he saw the Kenites and proclaimed his poem. Your dwelling place is enduring. Your nest is set in the cliffs. Cain will be destroyed. When Ashur takes you captive. Once more he proclaimed his poem. Ah, who can live when God does this? Ships will come out from the coast of Kittim. They will carry out raids against Ashur and Eber, but they too will become will come to destruction. 
Balaam then arose and went back to his homeland, and Balak also went to his way. While Israel was staying in the Acacia Grove, the people began to prostitute themselves with the women of Moab. The women invited them to sacrifices for their gods, and the people ate and bowed in worship to their gods. So Israel aligned itself with Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that his burning anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses told Israel's judges, Kill each of the men who aligned themselves with Baal of Peor. An Israelite man came, bringing a Midianite woman, to his relatives in the sight of Moses and the whole Israelite community, while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, saw this, he got up from the assembly, took a spear in his hand, followed the Israelite man into the tent, and drove it through both the Israelite man and the woman through her belly. Then the plague on the Israelites was stopped, but those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord spoke to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the Israelites because he was zealous among them with my zeal so that I did not destroy the Israelites in my zeal. Therefore declare, I grant him my covenant of peace. It will be a covenant of perpetual priesthood for him and his future descendants, because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the slain Israelite man, who was struck dead with a Midianite woman, was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simeonite family. The name of the slain Midianite woman was Kozbai, the daughter of Zer, a tribal head of a family in Midian. The Lord told Moses, Attack the Midianites and strike them dead, for they attacked you with the treachery that they are used against you in the pure incident. They did the same in the case involving their sister Kozbai, daughter of the Midianite leader, who was killed the day plague came at pure. This story is always so fascinating to me. Balak, who is wanting Balaam to come and to denounce Israel and to bring a curse on these people, um, that doesn't quite happen the way that he wants it to. Uh, we, we read three times Balaam proclaimed uh, his poem, this blessing over Israel. And uh, like three times Balak asks him, what are what are you doing? I brought you to curse my enemies, but you've blessed them. What in the world? And Balaam answers, shouldn't I say exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? And so to me, that shows, okay, the Lord, we again see that his heart is for the Israelites, his, his people. And so then there's a second oracle and there's a, there's a second proclamation of, of a poem and again, Balak tells him, don't curse them and don't bless them. Again, Balaam answers, didn't I tell you? Whatever the Lord says, I must do. Kind of like, listen, you have a bone to pick. It's not with me. And um, so Balaam, he, he gives another proclamation. And Balak becomes furious. He strikes his hands together, which I'm like, is that like a an anger clap and says to him, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you've blessed them these three times. Go home. 
said I would reward you richly, but the Lord has denied you a reward. Balaam tells him, didn't I previously tell the messengers you sent me? If Balak were to give his, me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the Lord's command, do anything good or of bad on my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says. I am going back to my people. But first, let me warn you what these people will do to your people in the future. And then he speaks again, which is from the Lord. We clearly see Balaam is only opening his mouth when the Lord is telling him to speak. And so there's kind of this warning that is being shared with him. And then Balaam, he arose and then he goes back to his homeland. And Black also went out on his way. And this is the part that I'm like, why are we at this place again where one person who is kind of like the, not the head or the leader, but a person of influence of the people of the Israelites goes to have a conversation and the Israelites are like, uh, we don't know what to do. So, um, let's worship somebody else. (laughs) So then the Lord tells Moses, Listen, take all the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord so that his burning anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses told Israel's judges, kill each of the men who aligned themselves with Baal. And then we see Phineas intervenes. He's like, hold on, I, I see something. He gets up from the assembly, takes a spear in his hand, follows the Israelite men into the tent and drove it through both the Israelite man and the woman through her belly very very gross (laughs) Um, so but then the plague on the Israelites was was stopped those who died in the plague were 24,000 that is a lot of people and then um, so Phineas is now being declared um, a covenant of peace over him and the Lord is saying it will be a covenant of perpetual priesthood for him and his future descendants because he was zealous for his God and made an atonement for the Israelites very interesting reading today and uh so i I really i love the first part of the story for a lot of reasons because i think sometimes we get it in our head that oh we i need you know death to be spoken over here or i need such and such to happen right right over this and like i feel like this is just i think this is fair i think this is what needs to come into play and then really like what the Lord has to say does not match what we have to say and we get upset because we're like wait because really like Balak is frustrated with Balaam because he wanted him to do what he wanted but really like what we're seeing beneath it is Balak is actually frustrated with God because God is the one who is giving the blessings right Balaam tells him that over and over again three times to be exact and so I think you know, we can find ourselves in the story of, wait, God, I wanted this to happen to that person. This seems fair. This seems just, let me give you my reasons of why and why not, my pros and my cons, come on. And then that doesn't happen. Are we okay with that? Like, can we rest in the fact that we are not God, we are not judge? It can be so easy to say that right now. But if I were to sit and think about the times in my life where maybe not like where I've wished people ill, but where I've wished that certain things would have turned out better for like my gain 
or if things were to happen in a specific way, again, like for my personal gain. And the void's like, no, that's not what I have in mind. That's not what I have to happen here. And it is kind of this moment where you have to realize, wait, am I, is my heart really your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven? What does that even mean? Okay, let me, I gotta, I gotta take a second here. That's hard, especially when you're in the heat of the moment, or especially if you've been really wronged or something really crappy has gone on in your life. And I think this is just a really great reminder that what the Lord says and what his heart is for something, that's what goes and that's what stays. And thank God, right? Like, thank God that he's not an easily persuaded God. Like, we can't manipulate him. We can't tell him, uh, like, he's not a corrupt judicial system. He's not something, like, you can't pay the judge, you know? It's You can't do that with the Lord. And so he's fair. He's just, he's sovereign. And we can trust that and we can rest in that. And so sometimes we think that we hear from the Lord and sometimes we get it wrong. And I think that that's okay. I think when we earnestly try to hear from the Lord, sometimes we not, we're not going to get it 100% right of the time. Gosh, are there examples of that in the Bible? But do I think that means like, we're wrong and we're bad no i think it just means we're human and we're trying to learn to hear the voice of god and we should definitely use discernment and the holy spirit the gifts that we've been given but i'm saying all this to say uh within this story what it pertains to is really whatever the lord has set in motion is what's gonna happen and i think it's better for us to rest in that instead of expecting one specific outcome and to really rest in the sweetness that he's lord and we're not so when we get bent out of shape that and my timing for this didn't happen or that person got off the hook or this isn't going the way i want it to you know fill in the blank whatever um resonates there but to really be like, okay, Lord, what do you say about this? Where are you at right now? And that's kind of like an inner healing session where you go back to those moments that were really difficult for you. And you ask, Holy Spirit, will you show me where you were? And I think we can ask him that all the time. Especially like in the moment. Like, Holy Spirit, will you show me where you are right now? Because I'm having a hard time keeping my focus, my eyes set on things above. And so, Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you that we just have this reverence and awe of, of an understanding of who you are. That, I, well, first and foremost, I thank you that Balaam was honoring you and he could have said what he, Balak wanted him to say so that he could have had all these riches and treasures. But ultimately, he was so much more interested in what you had to say. And I'm so grateful for that because it encourages my heart to do the same, to speak what only you want to be spoken, to think what you want to be thought and to put into play things that you are asking of us. And so I pray that we'd be a people who seek you earnestly and diligently. And I thank you, God, that when we seek you, we find you. And send your name we pray. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is... The website, that is the place of connection. It's where you can see what's happening here in the community. 
how to get connected and stay connected, so be sure to check that out. If you have prayer requests and things that we as a community can be praying for you and with you, you can call in at 800-583-2164. If you listen through the app, you can send your prayer requests in through there, and they get sent in and played at the end of every day's podcast. That is all for today. I am China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Dearest Papa, today we bring you Kim in California and her husband. They've been a couple of days without power now from the storms. And they're starting to fuss at each other. They're not in the greatest. Well, he's having more health issues than she has. And we know that that alone is a hard issue to deal with. But to not have the power, that alone is a hard issue to deal with. To have them together is really difficult. Please help them to cling to each other and to not fuss at each other. Help them to work together and to not fuss at each other. Help them to be a team and united and to work as one and to stay calm with each other and to see each other as a partner and um, their other half and not as somebody to to be fussed at. So, dearest Papa, please be with these two. They need you right now. Thank you so much. This is Adrian in Maryland, your friend, Kim. We love you. Please keep us posted on how you're doing. Hello, Dapsy family. This is Unashamed of the Gospel. I am calling in. Uh, my wife is currently 29 weeks pregnant, and we've had uh, two stillborns at 36 weeks in the past. And uh, the pregnancy is going uh, pretty smoothly, but she has found that she has uh, some extra fluid, which is making her bigger and starting some contractions. And so she's just uncomfortable and tired and um, dealing with just the stress of the prior losses is, is tough on top of taking care of a two and 13 year old that we have at home. So I was just calling for continued prayers for the pregnancy, for safety, for the baby, for um, mental and emotional health for my wife and I. Things are, are definitely challenging. So uh, thank you for all the prayers as I've called in in the past for the, the pregnancy as well. And uh, thanks again for, for this ministry. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, DABC. This is God's Sunshine in California. Today is Tuesday, February 28th. And I just want to lift up to... Um, our precious Father, all the prayers that were shared on today's podcast. And so, Father, I just lift up all the prayers shared today to you, Lord. I just ask that you would be with each person, with each need, with each family member, God, that you would protect those that need protection, that you would heal those that need healing, that you would comfort those that need comfort, and that you would just wrap your arms around us and that you would... um, be with each person in each need, God, that you would help them to keep seeking you and keep um, looking towards you, Lord, that they would just keep their eyes lifted high and they would just keep looking up in all uh, the needs that they have and um, that they would trust you. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
And um, DABC, I wanted to ask if you could please be praying for my grandpa. He's 92 years old and he just moved um, in the last month into independent living in um, another state to be closer to my dad. And my grandpa is not saved. He grew up as a child going to church, but then as an adult, um, he they never did. And so um, now that he's living closer to my dad, my dad's taking him to church with them. And uh, my grandpa's only going because he says it's his only way to get out of the home that he's living in. And so um, he says he doesn't like the church. And um, I keep trying to talk to him about just saying a prayer by himself. And so um, DABC, please come beside me and pray for my grandpa's salvation. His name is Lloyd. And um, again, he's 92 years old and um, he's just a great guy and I love him so much. Thank you, DABC. Have a great day. Hi, this is Nolene from Dubai. I've called in a couple of times um, with uh, praise reports and, and asking for praise. Um, well, you can probably hear from my accent, I'm South African, uh, but I've been living in Dubai for now 22 years, nearly half my life. But I'm really, really heavy with my heart today. Um, what's going on in South Africa? I know a lady called in for Nigeria for prayers and I'm praying, I'm asking for the same prayers for my country, South Africa. That we get the right leadership. People are without lights, without food, starving, corruption, so many things. If we can just get the right leadership in this country, and I pray for that. Because <sighs> it's my country. Um, and at the same time, again, prayers for me. Just to be focused and to see what my future will be and what I need to do. Hello, Deb. See, family, this is covered in his blood and I just want to say tomorrow is my birthday it is my 44th birthday and I have an eye doctor's appointment on March the 8th and I am asking you guys to just pray for me that would be the best birthday gift ever if I can go into this eye doctor's office and be able to read that eye chart with no problem just pray that God would just touch my optic nerve and just bring my vision completely back. And again, this is covered in his blood from Mississippi. Thank you, my dad, C family. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> 